Hello and welcome back to the For Foot's Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow. And on this pod, we discuss EA Gate and the Icon Scandal, Foot Player Days, and the next promo that's believed to be Foot Birthday. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy. All three guests today are all three returning guests. Start with first with Mark, Foot Trader Mark. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Pleasure as always. Second returning guest is King Lampard. King Lampard, welcome back to the podcast. Cheers for the invite, Max. And the last returning guest is Aloni. So welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Mr. Brister. Okay, boys, we're going to start with the the last week's promo, which was Foot Player Days. It was a, it was a rush promo, I think. It kind of... It almost seemed like they had no idea what they were really doing with it as such. And possibly the loading screen was the shortest loading screen ever released for promo. I think, I think it came in around 56 minutes, which it doesn't seem very well prepared. Um, so I want to start with you first. What was your take on the Foot Play Days promo? Oh, we had a Foot Players Days promo. I don't, I don't know actually what happened really in the promo. We got... I mean, I play the game for a living every day and I didn't get the number one. We got the returning packs, didn't we? Like, if you rewarded. I didn't get the tier one, so I don't know what happened then. Um, it was a lot worse than any previous one. You used to get... Didn't we, They put the best team of the week normally or best of team of the week in previous ones, but um, I don't really get either why we didn't get a promo this week and then they rushed that one out on Monday. It would have made sense to put it Friday to Friday as a new promo and actually make a lot of it. I think there was some two for one packs. People were telling me on PlayStation, the two for one packs were selling out in like two minutes or something. But um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be remembered in years time as the Holy Grail of FIFA 21 content. I think it was probably the, the first promo they've released as well without any actual players at all. I know we touched on it a bit on the last podcast as well with, um, with Nerdfine for FG, but it really was, I think even going back to Black Friday, Black Friday is, traditionally a, a pack-based promo, but they did go ahead and release the record-breaker cards with that with that promo too. I don't get why they didn't really say a best of the team of the week or, like I said, wait until kind of this past Friday, make it a Friday the Friday promo and leave kind of two or three days between the what-if promo and this one instead of overlapping in it. It doesn't make any sense really. And I think really the, the main idea of this promo was to kind of make sure the market comes down bring fodder prices down, bring kind of inform yeah. prices down as well. We'll kind of get onto that later on with Mark because I know right now inform prices are gone through the roof right now. It is mad. King Lampard, I want to go over you next. What did you make of Player Days? Have you got any opinion on it really? It, it was a weird one. Like when What If Team 2 was coming out, um, obviously I was getting information on the Team 2, but I got information on Player Days the Friday beforehand. So I came out the Monday, I got on the Friday. Um, and I said it to two, three people when I was live um, on Twitch that uh, Player Days is coming next week. And everyone thought it was a new promo. And um, it's only when I actually researched it that the promo was out last year. Um, and it was quite poor. Like we had the, was it the Conma Ball uh, teamless tournament or something, uh, team that was in packs. Um, but like Sel said, it's going to be the same next year. People are going to be like, what's Player Days? I never heard of this one. Um, it was rushed. It was poor. It was very, like we all say here, money grabbing, but it was very obvious that it was a money grabbing promo. Um, like there was no real, there was no extra cards in packs. Um, we still had the remains of What If 2. 
Um, it was it was a really weird one. Um, I didn't really log on much last week because I was away. Um, but there was nothing like when I checked Twitter at six p.m. It just seemed really negative, and that it was just two for one packs. Um, as I'm a PlayStation user, when the time I got onto the game, there was no packs available. Um, besides twenty five k's or thirty five k's, which are at this stage of the game completely irrelevant. Um, it was a re- really weird one. Like I normally like to see SBCs coming out. I can't really think of any. I think was Joe Hart a part of it or? Yeah, Joe Hart he came, out, came out jarring it, but I don't. Yeah, think but I don't. He like wasn't a part of player days. Or... Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was no real like anything. There was no content. Just it was just packs. Um, so it was very money grab. Like if they gave out content and gave us packs, I'd say okay, whatever. But there was just no content. It was a bit dead. And as I said, I won't remember it next year. There was. I know they tried doing a few things as well. I know. I think the player picks were out last week as well. They tried to kind of kind of market it as like a, a two for one player pick with like the uh, the play days kind of um, theme on the card, but all it was was a double player pick. That's literally mm. what we got. We got cheaper packs that we had to spend coins with, which kind of wasted coins, and it was a chance of packing a good player, but there was nothing in store or nothing really promo wise to pack anyway. So all you could pack were what normal gold cards and what they're worth right now as well. Um, Mark, I want to go with you next. I know you said you haven't played too much in the past week or so, but have you really noticed too much with the with the market with the foot release of foot, foot player days? Um, so basically, when the two for one packs did come, um, pretty much as expected, the market did drop a little bit because everybody then goes and rushes the C two for one packs. They think it's a great deal. They buy them. Ultimately, they pack nothing, so they just list up all the cards they've got trying to get the coins back and it just causes the market to drop which probably is what EA wanted to do because the probably wanted to sort of sting their investors a little bit and make their cards drop in price ultimately they're losing money that way and there's more coins off the game but yeah as mentioned before there was no promo there was nothing really to pack it was a bit of a dead promo more of a money sink and a you know coin sink and money grab basically. Yeah, like I said, it was, uh, I, I did a lot of these, I think there was a two for one mega packs and I think you can make money from these, maybe not selling the players straight away, but obviously with, fingers crossed, a promo coming this Friday with a re-release of player picks and things like that, gold, gold rare cards go back up to 1k and common gold cards have got up to hopefully around 1k as well. So again, like you said, people probably panicked, didn't pack anything good sold their plays and like i said gold gold commons right now are around 450 they're, they're rock bottom right now just wait a week and you'll make loads of money on this that's what i did anyway all the all the packs that i opened i've kept these players i've kept them in my club ready to sell for next week to make more money back anyway but i do want to move on to the uh, the next thing that happened today as well we did have supposedly free packs released to certain players there's not really been any communication from ea about this, I know a lot of guys on Twitter and social media were saying that obviously there was a small handful of the community that received them. Um, but again, there was no communication from EA. There was a loading screen of such in the game. Langpad, I want to speak to you a little bit about that. Um, have you heard anything yourself about what happened with these kind of release of these extra packs uh, today? It's been a weird one. Like, it's in, judging by my own Discord, I, I think only two people i've seen got the packs um obviously obviously on twitter you only see people who get it you don't see the people who didn't get it um but there was obviously a lot of complaints of people 
who played the game every day and open packs every day didn't get anything. So I think the question was, what is the criteria? Where did these packs come from? I know over the years we've seen free packs being given out um, when promos drop and the promo players aren't in packs. And like everyone who opened packs between like, let's say six and half six gets all those packs back um, for free, um, which uh, it, it could have been from that. But what was the criteria? I've seen some people were getting like, six, seven, 125k packs, a few 100k packs, a lot of 50k packs. But then there's obviously people that were getting SPC packs as well, which was very weird. Um, I tried to like get information on it today and it seems there is literally no information, even from EA side, that it seems there's a big confusion over where, even EA are confused over where this is all coming from, which I just find even weird. Now I know what, at times it feels like they're a little bit all over the place, but this really feels like they are all over the place. And especially with all the, the scandal that happened last week, though, I presume we're going to touch on later on. But um, of course we are. Yeah. Um, it, does, it just feels like the company is in a little bit of the mud right now. Yeah. Yeah, I see. If, if we knew the criteria, I think we'd be a lot more, maybe not happy about it, but at least we'd know then that, hey, I haven't got packs. This is the reason why. Not because, hey, mm. I've played the game every single day and I've opened all these things and I haven't got it. Like I said, I even, I even saw icon packs people got today. I saw, I think I saw a play them up messy, a dupe play them up messy in a club, things like that. And it's just very strange to see these things come out. We do also have the release of three new moments of icon SPCs as well in the past week or so. We had Balak, Rui Costa, and Peach Michael. Zell, I want to go with you first here. Um, do you like the look of any of these three cards or not? Balak, very good. I liked his 89 first few months of the game, so the 92 is a much better upgrade. I think he does suit this game. Reasonable price. Uh, Rui Costa, a lot better than people will give credit for. I think his lower cards are pretty awful, but if you look at his actual card now as a creative midfielder, put a hunter on him, he's very quick, got good shooting. I think he has like 88 strength. I actually think for the prices with Portuguese Nation, which is a pretty good one, He's relatively well-priced. I just think people are not very happy to be getting Rui Costa when Balak, Kaka are maybe the best we've had so far. Um, and then Peter Michael is a keeper. Keepers are keepers, that's it. Um, I don't think they're bad SBCs, especially for the price, but in mid-March, it's a bit disappointing that Nedved, Balak, Kaka are probably the only pretty good meta cards we've had. I think we talked about it last time I was with you, but... Yeah, I think the Icon SBCs have been a major letdown. They, it's good to see them at least attempting to to bring them back into the game. But yeah, like I said, it's yeah. these aren't the ones that we want. I don't think anyone's crying out for a Schmeichel SBC <laughs> or anything like that. Um, I'd agree with that about Balak. I use both Balak and Rui Costa's loan card. And I think that's the good thing about these cards is that there is a loan option too. If you want to try them out before you buy them, you haven't got to sink in that many coins to at least have them first. But the main thing is that, like I said, these aren't the cards that we want right now. Yes, they're out for a while. We probably, I think we've got these for about two months now. But, again, like I said, a balance good. Rui Costa is good, but it's not these top-tier cards that we're crying out for. That we've had yeah. in previous years when, before this year, they made a massive statement saying that this year will be the most extensive icon, icon kind of SBC thing within the game ever. And then for them to do this, it seems strange. And maybe going back on it, they were like, oh, hang on a minute, we... we we're doing an extensive repeatable icon SPC that you can get any icon from because they've done a hell of a lot of them. But I heard that moments are nine loads of people have them this year <laughs> for the uh, for the cheap price of what 1600 Lampard is that the uh, correct price? 
Um, at the rate of going now, it's uh, about 600 <laughs> quid. Now, just because the scandal is about the price down a little bit, um, it's about 600 quid now for an icon. Mark, oh, nice. <laughs> But also, Mark, I want to go to you. Have, you. have you looked at any of these kind of new moments, icon SPCs? What do you make of these? No, I'm staying well clear. I personally don't feel the need to sink that many coins into uh, Balak, who's going to be untradeable. For all, it's a nice card. I'm not sure what his gold market price is right now, but it's a lot of a few hundred k difference. Yeah, for this, that's normally how it is. You might save a hundred or two hundred k, and you get the untradeable version. But I did see someone come up on Twitter the other day that I think it was FIFA 18 uh, in March time. I think we did get the Prime R9, a Hullet, a Pele. They're the sort of players who are bringing out in the past FIFAs around this time. And now we have a Rui Costa, a Schmeichel and a Balak and the expiring six weeks. It's not even as if they've released them now and they're available until the end of the FIFA cycle. That way, if you did want a Balak and you're a big Balak fan, you can craft him for the rest of the game. Now you have six weeks to craft him. So people might get four or five of the squads done. And then ultimately what it leaves them to do is, OK, I've got two squads left to complete Balak now they then have to spend their coins. So as a business move from EA, it's draining the coins out because it's going to be very unlikely people can get all seven squads done with the fodder they've already got in their clubs. And I think as we've spoke about multiple times in the past, it's just about this slowing the power curve down. Instead of releasing the R9s and your Pele's right now, okay, they're not bad icons, but how many of these icons are you going to see in them endgame teams and past the team the season point. Yeah, 100% there. I think it's just, it's a weird one from EA this year. Uh, Lankwood, I'm going to move on to you next. But also with these cards is that, yes, you can get done for a little bit cheaper from the market, but also moments cards have only just come out. Give it, kind of give it two, three weeks. I believe that the cards in the market could potentially be cheaper or the same price as these cards anyway. I know Ballet's gone up from, I think it was 1.2 mil on PS to around 1.4 now because obviously the uh, fodder increase with the, with the introduction of the new repeatable icon species too um but lampa what have you made of the uh the recent icon moments cards released um like like everyone's opinion really on it is we're just late into the game cycle and these are the icons we're getting like they're not bad cards none of them are like if you need a keeper michael's a decent price rui costa is a decent little camera scene you've actually played with him last week before I think I seen a bit of gameplay and he yeah. seemed pretty decent um, and I, then again as a Chelsea fan that Balak looked pretty decent as a box-to-box midfielder um, but when they released the Prime Icon Pack SPC I crafted it out and I got Prime Balak over it was kind of a bit of a letdown because I wanted to do the moments card um, and now I just don't see the worth of it because um, personally for me if I got that Balak card I would be using him as a defensive midfielder um, and the difference really between the prime and the moments is the work rates have changed. Um, Balak's work rates have gone from medium high, obviously medium attack and high defensive, to high attack and medium defensive on the moments. Um, so he's a little bit more of an attacking card. And as an attacking player, he just seems he from his moments from his prime card anyway he seems a little bit clunky. And look by the stats wise, he is one of the clunkier players. Um, so that kind of takes away from me doing the prime moments. So. I'm not going to do Costas, Michael. There's just no players against my team, which is fair enough. But um, yeah, it's just it's just a letdown. Like as I say, was the FIFA? What year we first have icons? Was FIFA 18? Um, and we got like yeah, one of the first SPCs. Then, yeah. We got 
was Rui Costa's 90-rated card. And he was one of the first SBCs we got at the start of the year. Um, I think it was his 90, wasn't it? If I am correct. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that card early on because it wasn't a bad card. I think it was like an it wasn't. It wasn't a bad card at all. And that's the that's the level we got that early in the game. I know we talk about every couple of weeks, and so the um, the power curve has changed. We can't compare previous years to this year. This year's a lot more slower. It's harder to attain these better cards. Um, but yeah, it's just a let for me. It's a letdown of these uh, the picks. They could have had uh, at least one top tier icon that um yeah okay maybe make it expensive but at least give him at least give him a chance to get us like at least give us the chance to get him sorry <laughs> yeah they, they, they haven't even got to make these top tier icons cheap anyway at least put them in the game we can yeah. grind towards them do certain squads throughout the kind of throughout the year we've got player picks we've got other like upgrade packs to do if we get dupes give us something to put them into but the issue is there's no choice right now. Um, I think Zosa before and as well, why don't they give us so much content that we can't complete it all, but there's always something there to do. The issue right now is that we're limited to what we can do. And obviously they release things like the pie bag and kind of the repeatable icon this season. As kind of viewers and content creators, people love to see these being done. But if you're trying to be smart with coins, you can't keep doing them. That's you kind of you get into a position where you want to keep doing icon SPCs, you want to do these pie bags. And more often than not, you won't get something good. Then you're left with kind of an untradeable player that you can't use. And then if you want to do another one or you want to get some more stuff done, you only have a choice really is to kind of spend money on the game and either get FIFA points or do something along those lines or buy coins or like people have done previously is buy an icon from someone through WhatsApp. But it's just uh, EA is smart. They're a business. They know what they're doing. They do it very well. And the average person doesn't see that. They see, like, say, a, a guys who literally all they do is open packs, and they see, well, he's on this, he's on that. I want to do some icon SPCs. I want to do this, do that. And then the kids do it. They get, like, a um, Hierro, someone who's not good. And then they're like, oh, I hate the game. And then they get back, they go, hey, mum, can I borrow your credit card again? Load some more food points up. And it's, a, it's an endless cycle. But EA know what they're doing. They're very smart about it. And it's... Uh, like I said, it's they're a business. Well, we always say it as well. They're a business. They know what they're doing. They make lots of money on it year on year on year. And that's why they won't change because they're making more and more money. To them, they're doing better every single year. We've also got as well, um, along the lines of untradable players, there is potentially a decent Liga Un player of the month coming soon. I don't know what's going to be released. Obviously, we did have the whole Memphis kind of thing on Twitter this weekend where you couldn't even say his first name. Um... But Zell, I want to start with you first. Would you be happy with any of these Liga One Play of the Month cards or not? Are you, are you looking who, forward to? Who it? are the nominees? Got Ben Yedder, Mbappe, and the Pie. I mean, Ben Yedder would just be the same as his headliners, I'd assume. Um, Memphis to Pie has a freestyle weak foot, and Mbappe is not as good as Team of the Year, so they just don't really do anything on these cards to actually make them exciting for me and. I don't mean to be pessimist about it, but even <laughs> if we get even if we get Mbappe, he'll just be a ripoff. So yeah. that's my problem. And yeah, he'll probably end up being Memphis Depay with plus two on his stats. Yeah. And I'll get banned yeah. for tweeting about him. So <laughs> it's tough with some of these as well, is that we know like like I think it's um I think Mbappe's record breaker is still at like two mil as well. These cards I know Messi's player of the month, I think, was priced fairly good. But it's still coming in around 1.6 mil right now. But it's still a uh, a lot of coins are sinking to an untradeable player. 
when yeah, exactly. team of the season is probably... I wouldn't mind them making some SVCs tradable. Be interesting. The only way that you can get them right now is untradable, but I think obviously referring back to what you just said, EA or a business and what do you do if you've got a lot of untradables but they're not good enough anymore? You spend money. That would be an interesting idea, actually. A, yeah. a tradable item from an SVC. I mean, we, we have had it before where you do like the... Um, I think it was... I don't think we had it this year yet, but the uh, the team of the week cards where you do like a repeatable team of the week SPC where you get either tradable or untradable. Yeah, untradable, yeah. yeah, yeah I think it'd be interesting. Interesting little thing there. But Mark, I want to move on to you next with a little bit of kind of trading advice and kind of what have you been doing really trading-wise recently? I, I speak for myself first. that I've been kind of picking up some informs and I know kind of maybe inform investing isn't really trading as such little bit um but i think at least for me i found to be a lot of inform stuff good recently but what have you done yourself mark recently yeah so i mean recently when i've had a bit of time here and there i do like to hop on the icon market and the special market you always check what's dropped that day and what's caused the drop to happen and you can pick them, them sorts of cards up because you always know they're going to rebound um Sunday is the perfect example when the icon packs come because people then sell off their informs and their icons in the team to mainly fund these packs. If you've got an inform Rashford, you will sell him off because you want to open that pack and do the SBC. And then if everybody's selling, nobody's buying because everybody's trying to get coins. It causes a lot of supply and not really any demand. So the prices keep dropping. Um for the hours afterwards. And when everyone finally does the SBC and realises, oh, well, I got a player I didn't want, but now I don't have a team, they then go and buy their cards back. And that's where the rebound happens. So that always happens quite a lot. But yeah, um, as well, as we've talked about before, Max, the inform and fodder investing. And there's a big stigma around this right now on Twitter that a lot of the top traders you know, they don't like to see people flexing it and saying, oh, I invested 10 million coins into informs and now I'm making 20 million coins. Because, you know, it's it's not hard to predict. It happens every single week with the current team of the week. And, you know, as soon as they go out of packs, all it takes is one SBC to spike up their prices. It's quite a brain, brain dead way of making coins, but the truth is it's effective. It works. Um, I know I've done it. The last few weeks, Lingard, um, as, as Langpard will know, he went to the moon and got in at 10k. We were selling him for 30 40k a card, and this week, the same thing happened again. Sadly, I only managed to get 1.5 million coins into cards, and um, by the time I had time, but I, I made a million coins profit in one night just buying tar for 17k. I was getting Alexis Sanchez for 20k. Sanchez is now 35, 36K, and Tara is extinct at 32K. All because a party bag and an icon SBC came in the same weekend. And it doesn't take much. All you do is log on to Footbin, team of the week, cheapest by rating, and look at the cheapest card. More often than not, they're the ones in the current team of the week. And if they are 2, 3, 4K below the next cheapest one, it's usually a good purchase, and you know that they're going to rise eventually. Good leagues, good nations for the links. And like you've seen this week, cards have doubled in price. And I know I follow somebody on Twitter and I think 
when I first started following him, he had five million coins. He's now closing in on fifty million, just from every week going in on these team of the weeks. He put something like sixteen million in, and he got twenty million profit back. So, you know, it's it's frowned upon. People don't like to see you flex it, but the truth is, it's effective. It works, and you do need a little bit of bit of luck in terms of when the content's being released, because. An icon pack's always going to come. A party bag's always going to come. But I invested the day before and then a party bag dropped. So I got fairly lucky that it was the next day I made my profit rather than holding for a week, holding for two weeks. But yeah, they always rise eventually. I see. I think the issue with that as well is people just have to be patient with it, really. I did the same thing as you. I picked up a load of Cadarabacks for around 18K. He shot up to around 28K with the release of the party bag. So I made 10K per uh, every single one of them. I think I bought around 33 of them. I also picked up a Japanese winger, I think two weeks ago, called uh, Ainega, who um, I think I picked him up for about 15K. He went up to around, I sold him for around 22K. And after the release of the Icon um, SPCs, I think on Sunday, he shot up to around 30K. So I think folder investing or in, at least informal investing right now is probably the easiest way to make money. The main thing is really though is that You've got to know when to sell. Know that you can be patient and keep on to these players. A lot of people have an issue that they uh, they buy these players and they think, all right, so I've got to wait, what, two, three days and then sell them. And you, you've got to wait longer sometimes. Well, I know back long um, beforehand was a, with a Miliano Martinez. I picked up a lot of him. And he's got to be patient with these cards. He didn't go up for a little bit. And then after that, he shot right up. I think and another guy I follow on Twitter called Geico Footberg. I think he buys like one of each cheap inform every single week and this holds on to them for a long long time and he's made made a hell of a lot of money i think there was one like a, a 86 pacheco went up to like 100k when he was like 30k when he bought them so a lot of money to be made with um with inform investing like i said he's gonna be patient you like i said we got lucky the past week that we had the party bag and then we had other stuff as well with that but i think yeah like i said inform investing it can be frowned upon but it's so easy to make a hell of a lot of money we're going to move on to the potential promo for this Friday, at least the one we're hoping. For birthday is rumoured to be the next one. And because this Friday also marks the date of the official birthday of um, Foot coming into the game. So it makes sense for them to release it this Friday. Langpard, I want to start with you first. Do, are you, have you heard any more? Like, are you, are you expecting it to come this Friday? What are you thinking about this potential promo? So I got a bunch of information last week when um, What If Team 2 was coming out the Friday around 5 o'clock I got information that Player Days was coming which it came and that Foot Birthday was at the end of the month now end of the month can really mean anything if it's the, if it comes out this Friday and lasts for two weeks which we all know is going to happen then it runs through the end of the month which makes sense That that's in my head that's what makes sense as you just said the 19th it falls on the date of the anniversary and it's a Friday Everything just makes sense for the 19th of Friday. Does it come the 26th? Who knows? That's that's something that I have no information on as of yet. Um, as all the only information was that I was told end of the month. Um, I wasn't given a date for player days either, which kind of surprised me that it was a Monday. Um, I just knew it was coming within the week. Um, but yeah, I am I am looking forward towards foot birthday. It's nice that we've had a break from a promo as well. Um, so hopefully then when we go into it it's going to be um, a little bit better a little bit hopefully the power curve is a little bit upped 
um, for this promo because football day is usually quite fun and there is usually a lot of uh, exciting players in the promo team. So hopefully this year, like the last two promos have been, they've been new enough. Promo, like obviously what if was a new concept and we had future stars before, um, but they were kind of a bit meh compared to the years before. Um, and we all know the football day last year was insane. Um, so hopefully, I'm not, I don't want to compare it to last year, but hopefully it's something similar to how it was last year. Because it was really, if last year it was one of the best promos. Yeah, I, I can agree with you there 100%. Um, Zell, have you, have you liked previous foot birthdays? What's your kind of opinion on the whole foot birthday thing? A lot of the time, honestly, maybe I'm getting older, I'm 28 now, but <laughs> I, I, I forget um, previous years' promos and cards. Like, I remember promos, but I don't remember the specific cards generally, but I do remember last year's foot birthday, which suggested it was pretty good. I remember like the Mbappe was un- unreal. We had Griezmann, Bale. There was quite a few cheaper cards that were pretty good as well. I remember it being a pretty good promo that, from the for me, like there's different criteria for a good promo, but one of them is some top players but then also good cards all the way to the bottom end and I think it was really good last year so like Longpard said hope we get another really good one um, yeah uh, I'm not sure what to expect um, I hope the power curve goes up a bit obviously right now we've got team of the year's moments icons and then a huge gap with the rest of the special cards so there's a massive price difference on some of these but yeah it's a promo I normally look forward to so hopefully EA do something good with it yeah, there's we can we can hope, can't we? Um, Mark, if you are you a big fan of foot birthdays? Yeah, um, it's a promo I've enjoyed in the past, but I'm going to actually touch back on the FIFA 19 foot birthday promo, and I think that was more of a shapeshifters promo. It's when we got the striker Van Dijk. Um, what else did we have? We had a Cam Leroy Sane, a left back Salah, left wing Mbappe. So. Again, with no shapeshifters promo this year, and in a lot of the other promos, they've sort of incorporated shapeshifters in them. I'm wondering whether they'll do something similar this time. Um, but again, I, I, with Foot Birthday for the past two years, I know the likes of Van Dyke, Gareth Bale, Griezmann, um, Theo Hernandez, and even Mbappe, they've sort of had foot birthdays last year and the year before. Everything so, right here, yeah. <laughs> so are we going to get them cards again for the third year running? And is history going to repeat itself? I don't know. But yeah, I think something fresh would be nice. You know, something maybe we haven't seen before, something a little bit different. That's that's my take on it. But again, foot birthday, it's got no sort of criteria to it. Like the last two years have both been completely different. Player is just all EA's choice. It's not like future stars where it's a young player or what if I don't know what the criteria was there, but yeah, it could be completely random. They could either juice it to the max or they could give us a lot of stinkers. So again, it's all in EA's hands at this point and they can release whatever they want. Yeah, and that's that's probably the good thing for them is that they can do whatever they want with this. They could go and like I don't think they will, will repeat the same as last year. But for me, I would prefer it to be more like 18 and 17 where they did like older players that we used to enjoy and they boosted up again. I think in 17, we had like a Alexander S. Vine, um, also 17. I think it was like, a, I think that was the year when they had Samuel Eto'o, uh, Torres and David Villa, those kind of cards that were boosted up. They weren't that good anymore, but they boosted them up again. I, I think there's lot- less chance of that though because we get flashbacks. 
and moments yeah. a lot now. So a lot of those promos where they like, I mean, S wine players like that were a bit more like they like they never were that good in real life. They were classic FIFA players, maybe that, but yeah, most good old players who used to be really good, we tend to get SBCs for them really now. I think. Yeah, that's the thing as well. I think, I think older players too might not sell stuff as well anymore as well. I think they True. they've got to go for like I said. So the last couple of years they've had the same players. Looking back at last year's what they had: Mbappe, Hazard, Griezmann, Rashford, um, Alisson, Maximan, Pogba, Van Dijk, Bale, Di Maria. Like some of the most popular players in the world, which are there to sell packs. People, everyone knows these cards. Obviously, True. it's hard to compare this year to last year because the players are nowhere near as good enough, but. We'll we'll see about it. If it comes this Friday, great. The only thing is, if it comes this Friday for two weeks, there's still a big, big wait before team of the season after that. So I just hope that we get a big boost in the power curve, that these cards at least bridge the gap going into team of the season, and these cards can still be usable then. But also, I'm kind of thinking that come team of the season, every other promo apart from team of the year is going to be blown out of the water and they're not going to be usable come team of the season time anyway. Do you know what I'd love to see from this promo? And it's totally out there. It's middle of the water. It's never going to happen. But Sunderland players? So, <laughs> sadly not. But <laughs> they do need to release a man of the match, Lyndon Gooch, from the Papa John's trophy. I'll just put that in there now. Um, but I know the Silver Stars has been a big focus for EA this year in the Silver teams. So I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was back on FIFA 13 or 14. Gabi Agbonlahor. This, oh, this one's no. this one's for you. <laughs> but yeah, he, had an unbe- yeah. he had an unbelievable uh, silver card though back on FIFA. So why not release an icon, a silver icon, sort of thing? I've, Lower rated. I've, I've talked about stuff like this before. I like the idea of I, I think I called it like local legends or something. And mm. you could start with like the English leagues because I think that's the biggest leagues in world football. And like start with the Prem. And pick like each team. So like Aston Villa, their local legend would be Gabby Bonlaho. And they could like go for each club and see how it does. And like, okay, they're not going to be like prime moments, 95 Gabby Bonlaho. But like you say, Mark, maybe a 74 or 84 icon. And you could pick up some players and a lot of fans would like that type of stuff. Yeah, my only issue now is obviously we're getting all these team of the week silvers every single week. But how would you link them together? Um, what's that? There's the French right back, the inform, who's uh, absolute Zambia, Zambia, and then we've got that. I can't even say his name. You know what I mean from the Bundesliga. from Stuttgart. Danny Aaron loves him. But yeah, even this week, the South African, South African player. The past week was the Portuguese African guy. I don't even check him out really. I've I've not used one of them once this year. Well, how would you link them to a silver inform Charlie White up front? You know, you need that. You need sort of an icon. So, got very we high not... physicals. Charlie White does, doesn't he, Max? Well, I've two mate. Ryan Bowman, man. Ryan Bowman was the <laughs> one this weekend as well, mate. I used the uh, obviously for those who know. I used the X City Pass and Present. I think Ryan Bowman's got the uh, one of the highest physicals. I think Char- yeah, Charlie White is the uh, going back, quiz. Going back to <laughs> going back to Bristow's big one. Uh, Charlie White is the highest physical out of any. Uh, I think any, any. I think any English player. Um, which is crazy. But yeah, I think trying to get these silver stars involved a lot more as well would be nice. I think the issue is sometimes is that they have these ideas, silver stars is great, but apart from Wednesday or doing the silver lounge, when can we use them? 
maybe manage your masterpiece too. But like I said, Mark, it'd be it'd be good to have like other players too. I think I don't even know why they don't do a milestone. Say for every single club in the game, say if you play like twenty games with a full Aston Villa team, you get one player come the end of it. Or you say play kind of twenty games with a Man City team. Um I won't I don't know any Man City legends, but we'll move on from that. Richard um, Dunn. <laughs> Richard Dunn. Um, but like I said, Foot Birth has got potential to be a good promo. I think previously it's been a good promo. I've enjoyed it past years, but I think also because it's one of those last promos before Team of the Season, that's usually a better promo anyway. Just fingers crossed that EA somehow decide to up the power curve, but I think if there is a potential not long until Team of the Season, they're going to have to try and jam in another promo in there, which might be a new one. I know we've kind of skipped Carnival because Carnival was meant to be kind of earlier March. So who knows? We could wait longer for Foot Birthday, but I think EA don't like to wait too long without a promo because um, I think their pockets get a little bit dry. Um, we are going to move on to kind of possibly the biggest thing to happen with um, EA and FIFA this past week, which people have gone on called it EA Gate, whether it be the, the Icon Scandal thing where people have been caught out basically paying real-life money for certain icons that aren't, aren't able to get on the game. Moments icons like R9, Cruyff, um, Pele, those kind of guys, that if they were in the market, you could, say, buy coins from a coin seller and be able to pick them up. But the fact is that these cards aren't even achievable to get on the market. And... It makes you think like it just goes to show how much of a uh, a paywall there is with certain cards on FIFA. Uh, Zell, I want to start with you first because I know you're probably going to have some interesting takes on this. But Zell, what, what has been your takes on the whole EA Gate situation? How long do I have? <laughs> Floor's yours. Um, there's a lot of different parts to this. I, I think I made three videos about it in a week um, just in terms of how much there was like we got little juicy updates every couple of days from EA, which one I'll give credit at the start to EA for some areas of it. Um, there's not going to be much credit in this take, but they they did update us. I'm not going to call it transparent because I think that's one of the last things EAR with the communication a lot of time, but they did update us. I wasn't sure if they would. Fair enough, they acknowledged that, but maybe that was because Sky News were tweeting about it and they felt like they had no option. Um I thought one of the most laughable things I've seen ever from EA as a company was talking about how it angered and frustrated them that this icon scandal was creating an uneven playing field. Honestly, I thought that was really funny from EA. That was good banter. Um, the whole mode of Ultimate Team is built around an uneven playing field, and that uneven playing field try, tries to force you to spend money on the game. I know people can trade and do that and not have to spend, but we know most people spend money on the game. So them trying to put it off as a, this has made an uneven playing field and it upset them. And that was just a, a joke in my opinion. Um, people said, oh, it's not EA's fault. It's just a rogue employee or employees. I still think it's EA's fault. But the whole reason people are willing to go to some icon black market, as I've seen people call it, is because even if you have 15 million coins, you probably had to go pay someone who owned the card to even list him for you. People were paying people to list the card at a certain time because they're just that rare and inaccessible that EA have driven this problem 
to the point where people are willing to pay thousands on WhatsApp to EA employees to do it. Um, I've said for a long time, if you spend £50 on the game, you should be able to access all the content throughout the year. You shouldn't have to spend anything after that, On a, after you've bought a AAA game. I spent two grand this year, get top 100 nearly every week, and I could just about afford moments R9. Couldn't get him because he's never on the market, but that's how bad it is trying to access these cards, and it all just comes back to how pay to win the game is how inaccessible everything is. Um, honestly, I don't think we'll get any compensation, but I think for what the community have to put up with from here, um, some of the stuff that goes on, I genuinely think, you might disagree, I don't know, but a free icon moments pack. It's March anyway, like who cares? I'm I'm going to just get a moments in Zagi or something if they gave me that pack. But I feel like EA should do some make rights in Madden. Every time there's an issue that comes up like this, EA do something to give back to the community, even if it's not a big thing. But yeah, it's honestly for me, one of the worst things I've seen whilst I've been in FIFA. I'm sure I'll get brushed under the rug in a few weeks when we get foot birthday and stuff. But yeah, it just comes back to what for me is the root of all problems in foot. Greed, money, FIFA points. So yeah, quite sad really for anyone who cares about the game. Yeah, we got a question here from Jack Delby said is uh, what would be a reasonable response from EA for the whole icon situation? Free packs to people. I think you kind of touched on that a little bit there. So would you think, I think it doesn't, doesn't make up for it, but do you think EA could give us a, a free icon pack do you think that'll be good and also do you think they'd actually do it they won't do it I'm not even going to probably debate if they'll do <laughs> it because I know they won't do it but it's one of these where I can see why people say it's not EA's fault it's just an employee or we don't know how many have done it but um, like I said the only reason this is happening because is how I know people who've bought these icons on the black market and these are people who spent a lot of money on FIFA points and they still can't get moments R9. There's people who spent literally dozens of hours trying to snipe them and can't get them. The reason that this is happening is because of EA and how ridiculously inaccessible these cards are. I think some sort of make right show good to the community would be good. EA won't do that, I don't think. Because like we said earlier, they're just making more and more money every year, but... Yeah, it's just quite sad, really. I don't enjoy... Like, people are making memes laughing at EA. It is kind of funny in a way, but I don't enjoy seeing bad stuff happen to the game. I want the game to be the best it can be. Yeah, I think definitely it's because of the main issue is that the whole game is pay-to-win and people yeah. will be willing to pay all this money to get these players however they can. I mean, it, I still find it mad that, yes, obviously you can buy a card of that for like 1.6 thousand, and the crazy thing is that is cheaper than spending all the FIFA points to try and get that card. 1.6 thousand on a game that lasts... It costs like $5,000 yeah. now to even get the coins. It is mad. And it is a game that is probably has a game cycle of probably nine months of being competitive. And then there's, they can try and extend it as much as they want. We all know the cycle kind of isn't a full year. And it's yeah. mad that, like I said, that is the cheaper alternative. The paying one point six thousand for a moments card is a cheaper alternative than trying to pack it itself, and it shouldn't be that way. Uh, King Lampard, I want to move on to you next. What's been your take on the whole EA Gate situation? It's it's been a bit sticky. Like it's the way I look at it. Who who's the victim here? 
like who's the real like, who's the real enemy as well like is the enemy the people who are actually willing to pay this money is the, the enemy the people who are the ea employee whoever it was um or wasn't who gave these player who put these players onto someone's account or is it ea themselves like ea they obviously didn't know this was going on behind their backs well so we, well, so we hope so um the employee obviously end of the day was trying to make a quick book you know me advantage of a system that was there to help people out like the system is there to help people who have their accounts hacked or they've randomly discarded players or whatever whatever reason the criteria is to reward these players back with the players that already had um but it's 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 weird like i just don't understand how it worked how the system was there to grant players a card that was never in their club before like surely if a card if a player was hacked that these guys can go back and say, okay, this card was there in such a time. Why is the, um, why, how, how were they just given these random cards? Now I know obviously there's people who also test cards out. Um, like there's a testing team who get all the cards in the game to test out promo players and start again, test out all the, all the gold cards and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's just, it's just really fishy. And I think the story isn't as touched on as, it really is. I feel like there's a lot more to it. Um, and then obviously what happened this week as well with the whole pack issue, um, there's something going on big time that as a consumer of the game and like I said, I've put a lot of money into the game, not not for not in any pro reasons, just as a content <laughs> reason, um, content and boredom, um, probably par boredom of uh, being in lockdown um, and having nothing else to spend my money on. Um, but I've also spent well over a four-digit sum in the game um, and I have nothing to show for it. Like I have I have probably a third in my club as what Mark probably has who hasn't spent a cent in the game um, for just someone who trades. There, there really is no value in buying FIFA points. Um, so do I blame the people who went out and made a WhatsApp group and bought icons for cash in, that they could, that's not attainable? Like at the moment, my best man in my club is Prime Cantona. Um, and I've sent as much money as I could get three icons and two team of the years, uh, three prime icon moments, like cards that are just not even in the game. Like you search any of those moments, carrying the market now, they're just non-existent. Um, so like I'm, I'm, it's happened, it happened last week and my head is still fried about it. I don't know what side to be on. I've seen like certain content creators, going on one side saying, oh, look, if you're going to buy player, if you've bought coins before, then they make sense. And then people were saying um, on EA side, like saying this is ridiculous from the people buying the players. Um, I don't know what side to take. Um, it's partially because of how much information we do have. Like I know EA released a statement saying that it was 0.0006% of player base bought these cards. Um, but how much is that? Like, what what's scale of the player base are they doing off? Are they doing off the entire FIFA community? Are they doing off people who just play foot? Um, Surprised they didn't just put that less than one percent. Yeah, <laughs> we get for pack, pack weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like the uh, fair like as everyone has been saying, like fair play to them actually responding to the yeah. issue. Um, and giving us statements because they never give us statements on anything unless it's like two, three weeks after the initial issues happened. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm still stumped over it. Like I've been in contact with people, obviously my contacts and stuff. Um, 
and they they don't even know. Like they don't even like there was obviously a massive internal investigation going on, um, with inside the A, um, but there's still no like actual full conclusion as of yet, and that's been what about ten days now. What do you guys think about people being banned who've done it? They say they're going to ban people. I I I do agree with it because obviously the TOS is like I I put it in the same light as buying coins and it's the exact same as buying coins obviously you get them at a cheaper price and if it was offered coins or the actual players obviously you take the players because there's a little cheaper bit of a price there and you know it's going to someone else and not a company um but if you buy coins you get banned so the people who bought these cards should be banned as well because that's the tos it's just tough that it comes from ea employees though if you're yeah. if you're buying something from an ea employee although isn't the tos that it's not an okay thing to do you're still thinking as well, well, if I'm buying this from an EA employee, I should be kind of okay here if, if EA can get away with doing this, giving, giving me these cards. But also the, the problem goes back to is that kind of these cards aren't even on the market anyway. Yes, it's the same as, say, buying coins. You're paying kind of 1000 1500 to get these players in. If you wanted to buy coins to, say, get 15 million coins to be able to purchase these players anyway, you still couldn't do it. I think, obviously, the, the original issue is that people are driven to put money in the game and they've got to do it. They EA make the game pay to win and they make you kind of feel forced to put all this money into the game. But also, because that's what I thought as well. I was like, hang on, like people, people buy coins and stuff from coin sellers. What's the difference here? Just instead of buying the actual coins to get the player, they're buying the player straight away. But the other issue is, like I said, I was touching before, Aaron, is that these cards aren't even on the market in the first place. They're getting cards that aren't even there. Somehow EA are making these extra cards and giving them to people for money. Another, another take you can put on it is that on the same day this was basically blew up on Twitter, EA responded, what what difference does this have to damaging the game to shit servers, to awful gameplay mechanics that ruin the game that they don't get they don't fix in the year? The difference is that those don't cost EA money. This will cost EA money. So they care about this and they're Response literally said they're angered and frustrated, just like the rest of the community. Why are they really angered and frustrated? Because these people aren't spending money on them. Yeah, that's a lot of a lot of it comes down to again. They don't. They're not. Are they not angered and frustrated about server issues when people's weakened leagues that they've put time into get ruined? Where gameplay, we didn't get a demo this year because we get the best game. <laughs> they're not angered that icons are not accessible, even though they said they would be. We haven't had any statements about that, but we get a statement about this and a full internal investigation because it affects their bottom line. So I do get they're a business, but I do think you can be a business and look after the community as well. And that's where they kind of the lines kind of cross over there. Mark, yeah. I want to touch with you here as well. Mark, what's been your take on the whole kind of EA gate? Yeah, so I think a lot of the general thoughts of every player has already been covered by the previous um, comments. But what struck me was, and I actually know that they do do this, but if that's going on, like what else is going on? Like you can put them cards on people who offer you the money on a black market. So what else can you do with people's accounts? And I actually know this because I've got people who are in academies in England who I'm friends with. And I know, for instance, I won't say his name, but I know a lad who's at Manchester United Academy. He's not old enough to have his own pro card as he's not in the game. But instead, what he got was he got three icons of his choice and increased pack luck on his account. 
And trust he's me, got increased his... pack look on his account. He's, I've, he... I've always I... thought that was a thing. So I've, I've seen his reds. Yeah, got... that's actually a thing though. They they do that's, that. That's a thing. So he's got red Ronaldo. When I looked at his account, he had red Ronaldo and red Kante in back to back weeks, and I think he was like he played to goal three, and. I think he had he had oh, red it. My blood's boiling here. It might have been like red Griezmann as well. So it is a, it's definitely a thing. I definitely have the opposite of that. <laughs> so it's no coincidence you see the big streamers when they pack one good thing, they often pack three or four good things following it. You know, it comes in waves. And the fact that just because, you know, end of the day, FIFA is a video game. So why? for someone who's better at me in real life at football, why do they then get the privilege of having three, three icons, you know? It defeats the whole purpose of the actual game. We okay, didn't so. even mention that that there's um, competitive players who are playing in qualifiers who have links to football clubs. I heard one guy played at county level, not even for a club, and he was playing in qualifiers with Prime R9 and Bullet that were gifted to him. Like, I yeah. didn't even touch on the. I didn't even mention the pro perspective. I'm spending two grand to try compete. Still not have the best team. Then people have been getting free cards from EA competing in the qualifiers. People have been getting the cards cheaper. Like it's it's there's thousands of pros who are trying to compete and make it their career and they're getting. I know there's difference between like people also casuals get screwed over. There's literally people who livelihood depend on this who are getting cheated basically. And that, that's the thing, like, people think this is a new thing which has just happened in the last few weeks or whatever, that people are paying for these cards or people are getting icons on their accounts for free. It's been happening for years. You know, all the pro footballers, they get the 99 card, but have you ever seen a pro footballer with their own 99 card and a rare gold team? It's no surprise they've all got a full icon team. And yes, maybe they can afford to put the money on to buy these cards, but all the pro all the pro. Like football players, they all have the same prime R9. If you look on the market now, there's only three prime R9s probably on at any one time. So how is it every Premier League footballer has these cards? You know, it's it's no coincidence, but they they mentioned that in the response. They said we do give it to mm-hmm. athletes who've contributed to the world of the game we create. I don't personally have too much of an issue with that, but I feel like these cards shouldn't be allowed in foot champs or shouldn't be allowed in modes where they can beat other people and ruin their rewards. I don't know what you guys think about that, but... They said, I think, wasn't there a thing as well that I think certain players can get access to certain cards as long as they agree to not playing qualifiers and not playing competitive modes? But see, I spoke to you before anything about this guy that played at county level and had gotten these cards through kind of someone else and is able to play in qualifiers. It doesn't make any sense. and Beat, beat people in qualifiers yeah. and... It's what like they ban people who buy coins and get found out in qualifiers. But what's different just because they've been gifted them because they've got a mate at EA? And it's, uh... These people with mates at EA, hey. <laughs> Not speaking of anyone in particular here, but yeah, it's a, uh, it, it's, it's an interest. Like, I think the issue now is it's suddenly come to light. It's come to light, and we don't know how long this is going on for. There's plenty of issues at EA. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, I want an icon in return. I want this in return. I think for most people, we're not that affected by it. But the people who are, say, at the elite level who who do spend this money in the game, who have to spend their money in the game to compete, it affects them a lot. Again, people like you, Zell, who, like I said, you, you have to spend money to be competitive. Yes, you, I reckon you could probably do pretty well 
with the next to City Pass and Present team if you did want to try that at some point. But I know for you, you couldn't be at like, the top elite level without spending money on the game every single year. And I, I, I very rarely, I think most pro players probably spend probably more than you, I think, every single year. And they've got to, to try and make back money from it as well. But the fact is that to now hear that, hang on, I haven't got to spend that money here. I just got to know someone to try and get these players for cheaper. And it just makes a whole lot mockery of it, really. Why, why, why are people trying to do this the kind of the correct way, the safe way, where you can then do this and kind of get away with it? doesn't make sense at all. And a thing as well, reason why I've, I'm really not sure what this whole situation is, is when I contacted the person I know, um, obviously there's a massive internal investigation going on within EA, but a lot of the EA employees, from what I've heard, are quite annoyed over the situation. Is because this the EA employee that I know, his team isn't great. Like he plays for every day. His team's not great. Um, so how are these people that are in the same not not directly in the same team as him, but under the same umbrella, really, um, giving all these massive players away to other people for their own pocketing? You know, like it's like my mate plays weekend league with his a standard La Liga team. Like it's like really bog standard La Liga team. And he's quite annoyed that he can't like at least get access. Like at least say, okay, yeah, EA employees or work benefit is to get this icon pick that seems all the pro like as like there's in the footballers are getting where they can get pick three players they want. Um surely that should be a work benefit maybe that um yeah. EA employees get which like obviously look it's it's a pay to win game really but um at least reward your own employees at least um i know obviously certain teams have different privileges but at least just make it a even a company base i know it's kind of off topic really but make it a company-based thing where they do that i'll be a janitor for a week (laughs) (laughs) i'll join you (laughs) it's trying to get a job there as well right now they'll get a lot of applications i've already already sent applications to vancouver mate it's no good it's no good they know they've seen a twitter account it's no good But yeah, it's just, like I said, it, it is a bad situation to be in, but I think it all comes down to, it is EA's fault, is that they, people, they've driven people to go to this extent to do it. Um, um, we're not going to go on to the fact that probably they don't, maybe don't pay their employees enough, and that's why they've driven employees to kind of get money from other ways, but... People do that anyway, like, greed is greed, and just because someone, even if someone was paid more than any other gaming company, I think this would still happen. I think they've just abused the system that or a lack of a system. It's, it's crazy. It's taken this long to to come out. Like so, it's, this has probably gone on for a long, long time. But a week before it came out, someone I know told me he was he was getting moments R nine Pele and Hullet for. He said it was five hundred pound, and I was oh fair enough, yeah. And then a week later, he shows me a picture, and it was the day that it all exploded. <laughs> But that's that's another question about it as well is how many different employees were doing it like i say there's no way it was just if one you, if you were told that someone was getting three icons for 500 quid but the image they went around was three icons and two team of the years for 1700 quid how many people had access to giving icons out it was like um, they were like competing with each other like with me it's <laughs> buy one get one free with me i'll be 50 percent off one having having little tesco slogans every little bit helps yeah. <laughs> oh. But that's the thing as well, like, is it how apparently they what they've gone ahead and done is they've tracked down these cars and these cars that were given to people have been taken away. And I think their accounts went banned. But if they were able to track these cards now, 
how come there was no like system that flagged it up say like hang on a minute like we've just noticed that these cards have gone on the market or gone to this club for free like how was there not a system in there they obviously they found that out now but how was there not a system in place beforehand at least they tracked where certain cards go it's a again potentially rogue employees things like that but it just seems a bit is, strange is there any chance that EA are trying to test the waters if they can't sell FIFA points how much they can directly sell cards for now yeah, be things well like that would... wouldn't be gam that's not gambling technically if you yeah, because you know because you know what you're getting yeah, yeah. You know is getting. there any... I'm not saying I don't I doubt that's it but who knows I'm sure EA might have looked at this and thought people are willing to pay that fair enough it's, it's how they incorporate it because like okay yeah like other games have stopped I know COD used to have like a loot boxes and stuff where now I know it was comedic value only, but it was still a gamble on what you're going to get. And yeah. um, so they just released a store where you can just buy individual items. I know FIFA can't really do that because it's not it directly cosmetic, benefits. Yeah. yeah, it's not cosmetic. It benefits gameplay. Um, but you have to remember, so this isn't like, I know there's always been conspiracies on FIFA. Um, but I remember back like two, three years ago when there was um, certain cards were kind of, missing from the market like there was like whether they were like price extinct or whatever well it was extinct all year and then 20 arrived on the market exactly like this what's been going on over the years this is okay this is one of the first things that's come to light what's been going on for years that i've got a great story about that this year and i've said it on stream people don't believe me but i was on a call with you know jambu the pro player yeah i bought I i think it was a baby zidane it was definitely, I think it was Zidane. It was definitely an icon. And when I bought him, um, I've bought him to flip him. He was the, ch- I listed him. I can't remember the numbers. It was a few months ago, but let's just say it was 2 million. I listed him at, there was like six others on the market. All six of them were like 200 K more. I list mine, uh, 56 minutes. The other six have disappeared and none of them had six minutes left. That some of them had hours, some of them had 30 or 40 minutes left. So there's no way that all six have just been bought off the market when, when they were more than 200k more than mine. All six disappeared, and then four Zidane, baby Zidans get listed cheaper than mine within five minutes of me looking. So all of a sudden, I've gone from what should have made a few hundred k to I lost money because six Zidans disappeared that were more expensive. And then they suddenly appear cheap. No one's bought six Zidans to then list them cheaper. I wasn't streaming, so it wasn't like someone was trolling me <laughs> yeah. and wanted to make me lose money. Like, that's, that's me trying to be like Mark, trying to do icon flipping and just really sucking really badly at it. And well, realizing if I if I undersell cards, I just I still lose money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like six disappeared that were more expensive. It wasn't like they were one k in a bit better position. They were all like a few hundred k more. And six disappeared, and then they all get listed for cheaper than mine. Like some dodgy stuff goes on on the market with manipulation, and can never prove it. But just touched on that, touched on that as well um, about the manipulation that EA have. I don't know if anyone ever has done the bronze pack method, but if you, for instance, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, Irish cards might sell for one, two thousand coins. So this week the probably don't sell for anything. You can pack them cards all day long. They'll yeah. pop up all the time. They'll as soon as they start going as soon as they start going up in value a little bit, 
You know, as soon as there are over 1,000, 2,000 coins on the market, they're nowhere to be seen in bronze well, packs. That'd be an algorithm, won't it? That automatically does. So, you know, as soon as these cards inflate in price, they disappear out the bronze packs. Ultimately, it's harder to make profit, but people keep opening them because they see that they're selling on the market. But, yeah. you know, well, the that, manipulation's that, there. That's been there for years that, as well. That, that's reasonable market algorithm, I would say, somewhat. But, like, literally just listing... Like, EA definitely lists cards in terms of icons, I think listing cards cheaper than what people have bought and then traded to put them on is a disgrace. And like people listening will probably think I'm just lying about my story. Just, but... just, just fuming and fucking losing a few hundred coins there. <laughs> but yeah. it makes sense though. I've seen it as well. I, I'm not not saying that I've been, I've been caught trying to do it with icon trading, but I've seen a lot of things, a lot of kind of proof that cards get listed up. Cards aren't there for weeks and weeks and weeks. And all of a sudden, there's like three fresh cards get listed up, or a card from, say, like a one of the first premiers of the year gets relisted up. It's only had one owner beforehand, and now they're fresh on the market. Who would have a card from the first promo? Oh, that's been going fresh. on years. I, I remember that going back on FIFA 15, FIFA 16. Um, cards would be literally extinct for a couple of days, and it wasn't anything to do with panic selling or anything. It wasn't like obviously we know we wait for price ranges to go up. This would be four price ranges were around. Cards were literally extinct. Um, not they weren't even popping up, and then all of a sudden there's at least ten pages on the market, and then there's no way you go from zero to a hundred like that quick. In real life markets, these things are regulated yeah. by proper authorities, but yeah. the only authority here is the A. And how many how, how many games besides EA games? Obviously, you have Madden, you have FIFA. How many games have a have a proper market? Like people like study all this kind of stuff. Like as a mark, you probably study market trends and stuff like that on FIFA. How many games are out there that actually have an in-game market that are affected by certain things that go on real life? Like obviously you have performance cards, all that kind of stuff. So it's it is if a full investigation was done on it, there's definitely some things that are swept under the rug, which as a consumer, as I said again, it's it's not great. <laughs> It's absolute madness, though, the amount of kind of time and effort we put into like looking at FIFA markets and things like that. And like you said there, like if there was other games out there that had the kind of same kind of thing, I couldn't tell you because I don't have any other time to play any other game apart from playing FIFA. But it is really it's crazy what they can do. It's crazy the amount of money that is involved with FIFA and everything around it. Like I said, all of us kind of wouldn't say our lives revolve around FIFA, but then for the most part, we play a hell of a lot of FIFA. I mean, for someone like Zed, it, it kind of does if he doesn't get thrown every week and um, he's out, he's on the sleeping on the sofa. But it's one of them that, like, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes into FIFA, a lot of things surrounding it. Obviously, guys like Mark, who basically can make real life money off of kind of helping people trade and things like that, and obviously all these other things. But for that to be manipulated by EA and the main thing I think the final thing that comes down to really is communication. It goes back to the kind of the, the free kind of so-called free packs today is that the communication wasn't good enough. They came out and communicated after the EA scandal that they were doing an internal investigation, but who knows what's going to go on there. They can say it's been an internal investigation. The rogue employees have been dealt with, but that's all they've got to say. They can brush it on the carpet and that's it. It's just uh, the communication really, I don't know if they can do anything more, because they are trying to save their own, save themselves. They're on uh, the stock market. People forget that the certain protocol that they have to follow. Because if they tweet something, 
that makes the stock market their stock price drop a few million or dozens of millions. There's a lot of angry shareholders who are going to be knocking on the door. So that people do forget that, that as we've said, they're a business. They do have certain things they can't do because of that. Yeah, but. We're going to go on to some listener questions here. The first one I want to start with here is from Saints FC Vlog. He said, if you were EA, what prone would you would you make to bring into the game? I want to take this to kind of a, I would say a promo that we've had previously but that have, we haven't had before. Langpad, I want to start with you first. If you were EA, would you, apart from foot birthday, what prone would you like to see back into the game maybe before team of the season, if any? It's, this is the easiest question I've had all night. Like, it, there's only one promo I want, and I want it in on Wednesday. I want a St. Paddy's Day promo. I, not even a doesn't even have to be a promo. Like, obviously, you know, I'm Irish, like, but it doesn't even have to be a promo. Give me a St. Patrick's Day cup like we used to have back in FIFA 13, FIFA 14. Now, I know it did skyrocket Irish players, but give me something that's not just an SBC. Like, more than likely on Wednesday, they're going to drop an SBC for an Irish card we're going to see a 90 rated Seamus Coleman or something something along the lines of that that's not it's not a leak but that's what they're going to do like you know they've done it last year where um, Aidan kick it out for go kick McGeady um, all these kind of other players um, that were completely irrelevant but give me something to make it worthwhile like okay I know a lot of things this year haven't been there's a lot of content that's not worthwhile like we have silver stars you grind it out for a silver card and then, and then what? <laughs> um, but give me something that just, even if they get released one of those game modes and it's an Irish tournament only and just please give me something to get, like a promo, even give me a full Irish promo. Like I remember, I think it was FIFA 14 they released Irish cards um, and there was no stat increase whatsoever. It was just the, Ir- the Ireland card players were just green. The card was green and that was it. There was they weren't even a one plus upgrade. There weren't anything. Just that's all I want. Oh, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not even giving you actually proper information or proper content here on what to do. Just give me a Paddy's Day promo, yeah, please. Look <laughs> a leprechaun in the pack up. Yeah, <laughs> just something. Just something to please me. <laughs> and touching on that, touching on that though, I don't know if anyone remembers. I think it might have been FIFA 17. There was an SBC called like Pot of Gold. Pot of gold, and, yeah. and basically, you did it to get a coin value back, but you could have yeah. got anything from like 10k to 200k back in your reward. So, yeah. obviously, it's a gamble again, but yeah. it's something different. It's something unique, which we've not seen for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And it could be. It could be nice on something on Wednesday, like a full day of a promo, just even one day promo. Um, similar to like obviously player days last week. Um before foot birthday it'd be just nice to get something to celebrate St Paddy's Day because we're all locked up here in Ireland and we're kind of desperate for something <laughs> <laughs> Zell can you think of any promos that you'd like to bring back into FIFA or not am I allowed to say a new promo just... yeah whatever one yeah new promo if you want to as well, well the one I said earlier uh, was Mark was talking about the Gabby Igbonlahor just local legends something like that um, just different cards Madden do it where they're not like so Madden call their icons ultimate legends, but then I, don't, I can't even remember. They call it like Team Diamonds, I think it is. Obviously, in the NFL, you have 32 teams, so you only have to do one for each team, whereas how you do on FIFA, I don't know, but you could start off with the Premier League. Just pick a legend of a club who wasn't good enough to be an icon. It's like Gabby Igbonlahor, obviously. As much as I love him, I don't think... I think his baby card would be like a 70-something. His prime might be an 83. But you know what I mean? Like just cards like this, 
which could add to the game a bit, something like that, just a bit different. Yeah, fun just, cards. Just extra stuff. Even with like if it was milestones as well. For every... We should have content every day, in my opinion. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. They've got I remember actually. Points. Sorry about that. I remember actually touching on this at the start of the year, um, when the the new icons came out. Um, I kind of said that a lot of these icons. Okay, I know we have like the hundred icons, even though there's a there's hundred and one now, isn't it? With David Beckham being added. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's still known as the the 100. Um, a good, what, 60% of these icons aren't actually icons in the footballing world. Um, that's my own opinion. I went through each single icon and said who was an icon, who wasn't an icon. Um, I'm not going to raise it on the podcast here because it could cause like yeah, a serious debate. Give me a good, give, give me one name though. Guardiola. That's not more because of his managerial career, I think. That yeah, but he's not, a, he's not a footballing icon in terms of playing world. Um, no, I give you but that. what I said, what I said, all these icons are cult heroes. Why don't they give us like the icons like Hulla, Eusebio, R9, Maradona, Pele? Okay, yeah, they're icons. But why not give us like Nakata, Guardiola as cult heroes and have a one, one-off card? Make the card usable, but don't have a baby Nakata, baby Guardiola. All these cards are completely relevant after a month after the game. They're really relevant. So you can pack them in your repeatable, tradable. <laughs> but, but you know, like if they had like a cult heroes, then you could incorporate yeah. the likes of Gabby Abanglahor and a Jermaine Defoe and stuff like that. Stuff that are, players that aren't, I know, no, Mark's going to go on a rant. That Robbie King. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I love Robbie King. I idolise him. But I agree. He's not, really, good, yeah. he's not really an icon, but cult hero, definitely. Yeah. And it'd be a little bit more, be more content, you know? They could have hundreds of these cards. Obviously, no rights come into play and stuff like that as well. But And then the massive debate on who's an icon and who's a cult hero. Um, but I think it's a fantastic idea. Just like yeah. said, more, more content. More content. Give us more content. Too, Give us all the like content. Said, too much content for us and would be even better. And you, you, people wouldn't be able to complain then. Exactly. They, would, they would complain, sorry. But I mean, yeah, never in a right. But yeah. just it would be nice. It's a, in an ideal world. But unfortunately, it's not the, uh, not the world we live in right now. Um, we've got one more question here from Sticky Moses. Um, Great name. <laughs> basically, the gist of the question is here is why do EA try and make every single mode competitive Zell I want to start with you first here I mean what's your take on this why do they make every single mode competitive where video games has gone look at Fall Guys Fall Guys was like I don't even know what you describe them as jelly beans <laughs> in different like outfits doing like some battle royale that, that was a very fun casual game that people got very competitive over about us people like fell out as friends it was amongst us even, not about us, sorry. Um, you, can you name any major online games these days which are barely competitive? Like It's just the way video games have gone, I think. And Minecraft. Yeah, I'll give you that one, fair enough. <laughs> I'm sure there's people who are quite competitive with it still, to be fair, building the best stuff. But you get my point that generally most online games nowadays are competitive. And can, the reason they are is because when people get competitive, the more likely to spend money on it because if you care about something which you care about if it's competitive you spend money on it if fifa wasn't a competitive game would people be that desperate to spend money to improve the teams what do you think no, no. and yeah it's it wouldn't. obvious isn't it it's a cycle of oh my team are losing in weekend league because i've got 80 finishing if i spend 50 quid 
to get enough points to get a guy with 90 finishing, that extra chance will go in. I'll feel better about myself because I got gold two instead of gold three. People will laugh about that, but that is genuinely a thing. There's a bit of delusion over how much a team helps, but team does definitely help, obviously. And there's also a case of people want to use Eric Cantona this year if you're a United fan and things like that. But it all comes back to money and that's the reason every mode tends to be competitive. And it's also the community. Friendlies and objectives are not supposed to be that competitive. But honestly, like I've had people playing like so sway against me and managerial masterpiece, like holding like they haven't gone forward from kickoff for the first 15 minutes. Like people do it as well, but it's just the way gaming's gone. I think that's it really is that they've EA have tried to bring in moans like friendlies and stuff like that where people aren't too bothered when they log on and play. But the issue is that people won't play a mode on FIFA unless there is a reward for playing it. And they want to get that reward done quickly. They don't, they're not prepared to wait. That's why I say Gold and Gold this year has been a great addition for certain people. But yeah. Gold and Gold has also made people super, super competitive. If you don't, if you don't abide by the rules of Gold and Gold, get ready for the tirade of messages coming into you saying that you're, uh, I'm not going to say the words on it, but you know what people will send you. And it, I mean, I think it's just the fact that I think Foot Champs has maybe made FIFA more competitive over the previous years. Say, going back to like FIFA 16, FIFA 15, 14, maybe it wasn't that competitive back then. But also people back then, I don't believe, were playing as many games as they do now to try and build the team to get better. Back then... Gaming, gaming wasn't as competitive back yeah. then. It's the whole, the whole esports scene, I think, the whole fact that... I wouldn't say everyone thinks they can be a pro player, but because it, I, I think originally Foot Champs was never meant for everyone to play. Foot champs are meant for the best of the best. But now, everybody plays foot champs every single week. And if you don't, it's almost like you're missing out. And that's how you kind of see where you're at at a certain level. Um, so it's a tough one. I think we've got to a point now where there is no way back. You cannot make FIFA not competitive and expect people to still play it. So it's a tough one there. Um, Langpa, do you think there's any way to make FIFA not competitive or not? It's it's that's another really tough question. Like how to not make it competitive, but it's the community that has made it competitive. Now I know EA have fed us all this stuff to make us competitive. Like okay, yeah, the, what what you said, people we're not going to play a friendlies game mode without any reason to. So the only reason to give us these game modes is for us to play them. So okay, yeah, here's friendlies, but we'll give you objectives to get cards. Um, now I know last year we had objectives and they were in like rivals. People are giving out saying, I can't play rivals because everyone's sweating out these objectives. Um, so what to do is they bring out friendlies. Then we bring then we get skill-based matchmaking friendlies. <laughs> so people are already self-relegating from Div Rivals to go down to Div 9, Div 10. So their friendly objectives are easier. And that just that's yeah, it's part of the community as well. But EA do kind of feed us all these objectives. But it's tough because as you said, if we don't have a reason to play them, we're not going to play it. So you go to play a friendlies game, you're waiting 20 minutes for a game because no one else is playing them because there's no real reason to. Um, but yeah, the community is the biggest part of it because we go back to the old days in FIFA, like not even the old days, like FIFA 13, 14, 15. When you said someone's being sweaty, the definition was they ran down the wing, they passed it across the goal by the keeper and they scored a sweaty goal. Now being sweaty is passing on the back, keeping possession, um, time waste and all that kind of stuff. Like, there's a lot more. The definition of being a sweaty player has just completely changed over the years. Uh, the worst thing you could do in FIFA was score a 
sweaty goal back then because that's all you could really do. Um, but now there's so many different things of um, in the game that has made the community a little bit more. These feisty. five back players. Oh. Yeah. Oh, imagine, imagine. Even, the worst thing is when the when the content creators make videos on these five of the back formations. <laughs> and, Get hundreds of thousands <laughs> of views on it. It's disgusting. They're terrible, and they're feeding the community, which yeah. makes it even worse. I, I'm <laughs> sick of them, honestly. <laughs> um, like definitely not me who rocked five three two all weekend as well. Um, and like I'm part of it as well. Like I, I'm not a trader, so the only way besides buying FIFA points, the only way for me to get packs and coins is by playing foot champs. And the only reason why I'm going to get, I'm not a great FIFA player. I'll put my hands up there. I'm not a bad one either. Um, I'm quite middle of the park, but I need to play a weekend league to get these high obtainable players besides spending FIFA points and bankrupting myself week in, week out. Um, and then that's that brings the competitive nature back into the game because end of the day, Ultimate Team is all about a flex. Like we all want to flex these big cards and these nice players. And um, if you do want to go spend 1,700 quid and three icons, go do it. Like, <laughs> um, But end of the day, like I just want to flex these cards. I want people to come into my stream and say, wow, you have such a great team. But that's, you know, just feed my ego. Like that's all I want. <laughs> And then you tell him it's an RTG. <laughs> uh, Mark, I want to move on to here as well, Mark. Do you think there is a way to make FIFA not as competitive, really? Um, I think it all comes down to the player base. I mean, we're the ones who are competing. We're the ones who are playing these games and wanting to compete. So it all comes down to that reward. And, you know, I'm the worst one for this because, I mean, if I'm doing an objective on friendlies or icon swaps, well, my roommate's also on Xbox with the same skill rating and we're next gen. So when we go into a game, I think in Nebraska, there's only us two searching for a game. We match up every we match up every single time. Last week I've managed to do the championship objective. Um the is it Ruben Neres, the Wolves player? Yeah. I did him. I did the Argentina striker from League One and Whoever came out from the Italian leagues, I did all them in a day because it's free cards. I had nothing else to do. But would I be playing them friendly games if they weren't available? Of course not. So the only reason I'm playing them is to get the reward. Once I've got the reward, I don't touch them friendly game modes anymore. So it brings us back to that point. I think Ross made it a few weeks ago. We are a player base who we play for rewards and that's it. We play because we want to get this card or we play because we want to get these packs. We don't care how we get them. We want to get them and we want to get them as soon as possible. It, and I think that's where the competitiveness comes in because everyone's trying to get the same reward. Everyone's trying to get the same cards. So, you know, it's going to be competitive because you want to get it done as quickly as possible. Nobody wants to spend a week grinding towards an objective card when you can do it in three hours. I think it's down to the point as well is that no one plays FIFA purely for fun anymore. There's always a reason why you play FIFA, whether you, you're playing it to get reward for the most part, but also people play it to maybe want to get better at the game. Um, I know like last night for me, I I got fed up after Weekend League and I was right, I want to play a game of rivals, but like to try and get better in a game. But that also comes down to be wanting to be competitive as well. I think, again, for guys like you, Zell, who play the game on obviously a competitive on a competitive basis like how often what so honestly how do you get enjoyment from FIFA right now um, 
I don't want to. Obviously, I never say anything negative about the game. I'm very yeah. positive. Um, just being nice. My enjoyment of the game now is more doing things like this, like chatting with some lads who care about the game. Like we all we're, we're not here at this time of night, just chatting about FIFA because we don't care. We all care about the game, and I think that's one thing that often gets left behind in the mix. No content creator, even the ones who millionaires now became content creators just because they wanted to get rich. Most content creators aren't rich off FIFA. They do it because they love the game. I got into FIFA because I wanted to help people get better at the game. So my my enjoyment of the game now is doing things like this, talking to you guys, doing streams, talking to people in chat, coaching people, helping them get better, get better at the game. I can't remember the last time I played FIFA off stream for fun. Like I, the only time I've ever played FIFA off stream this year was weekend league. If I was like, I wasn't going to finish it, then I thought oh, it's three AM. I can't sleep. I'll give it a go. I don't play FIFA for fun, really anymore. In terms, if that makes sense, it's more, yeah, just streaming, talking to people, things like that. But I mean, it's the same. Like, I'd love my job, but everyone has parts of the job they don't like so it's not to say FIFA can't be fun it's just for me when I've done it 50 hours a week for four years now I'm not going to think oh instead of playing another video game I'm going to load up FIFA and go play against someone playing sweaty in rivals so yeah. it's, it's tough as well I think it's down to the fact that the everything is competitive about FIFA I think it does take some enjoyment out of it but Definitely, I think we're getting to a point now. I, I don't know whether people are getting fed up of previous FIFAs and they're getting to a point now. I, maybe this year is the the year that a lot of people are stopping at Gold 3 and aren't going any further than that. I'd love to know the actual stats of people playing Weekend League and kind of grinding out the game. And that's what EA want. People, EA want to make people grind the game and they want them playing the game. So it, I would love to know the stats of how they've been going year after year. Obviously, I know that the money they're earning year after year is improving. But I'd love to see the kind of time spent playing the game per player has kind of changed throughout those years as well. So it'll be interesting to see. We are going to wrap things up there, guys. We're going to go through where people can find you. Mark, we'll start with you first. Mark, where can people find you? I'm over on Twitter at MarkFootTrader. And I'll say it, go on then. Uh, TikTok at also MarkFootTrader. Bit inactive recently, but I'll get back to it. And uh, Zalonius, where can people find you? Uh, Zalonius92 on Twitch. Zalonius on Twitter. And Zelonius FIFA on YouTube. You on TikTok as well? Um, yeah, I think it's Zelonius on TikTok. And like Mark, not very active. <laughs> and uh, King Lamp, where can people find you? Um, just the two platforms for me um, Twitter and Twitch, but King Lamp, just get the simple um, on both platforms. <laughs> If you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening. Also, if you've enjoyed this pod, make sure to check out our other ones and follow us on Twitter at For Footsake Pod for all things FIFA related and updates on future podcasts. New episodes release weekly every Wednesday, so make sure you follow us on your preferred listening platform to be notified when we release our new episodes.